Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Hello, 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 Internet, and welcome once again. It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's here on Ready Check Radio. Time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, as always, and this is episode 90. Closing in on 100 here. Closing in on 100. Ten more. We've had a couple of weeks off. I had the Materia Cup uh, in Final Fantasy TCG last weekend. We had some stuff the previous week. So we're back. Pretty normal schedule, except... No gaming gumbo next Saturday uh, because I will be in <laughs> oh, Erie man. at another chance to qualify for nationals. Uh, not a Materia Cup, so it's a smaller event. It's a store championship, but we'll, we're going to try and get our Nats qualifier there, lock it down real early in the season since we just bubbled out of the top 16 cut at the Materia Cup. I did a full wrap-up stream of that. If you're a Final Fantasy TCG fan, you can check that out. It should be on YouTube by the time you are watching this. Uh, it's doing a lot of processing on its way over for Twitter, and I have to cut minutes off the intro, but whatever. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, wherever you are, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Give it a thumbs up, like, subscribe, turn on notifications, comment, everything you can do to feed the algorithm and help us grow, including telling your friends. ReadyCheckRadio.com is where all the socials are and the entire backlog of all of our podcasts. Joining me to go over all the news in the world of gaming this week that we feel like talking about. Mr. Dom Greco. What's up, sir? Hello. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? Doing Have all you, right. Doing you've all recovered right. from con crud, I take it? Uh, from COVID, yes. 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 Yeah. You. I mean, you look better. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you look yeah. as good as oh. you can look. Man, that's true. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm perpetually exhausted, you know? I wish I had more time because I would play, you know... Uh, oh, for God's games, sake. Oh, my yeah. God. Then there's uh, resident artist Yod. How are you, my oh friend? My I thought I was perpetually tired, but no, apparently this has got me beat because he hasn't even opened his freaking game no, yet. No. <laughs> I wonder how long Zelda's going to stay sealed. We're actually going to talk about Zelda a little bit later today because I have a feeling like it's just the more and more I see, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play it. And I know everybody on this panel is going to end up buying it at some point. I know yeah, or, um, Dom, you pre-ordered it as well. So like, I have the collectors coming. Yeah, yeah like, but the I more, Breath of the, Wild. the more and the more, more and more I see of it, and particularly with what we see today, I'm like, man, Dom's gonna hate this more than he hated Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I think he's gonna hate. We'll, we'll get there. Don't spoil anything. Right, no, no, I'm not talking, yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about Zelda. I just uh, for the, I want to touch on this for a second. So. <laughs> Part of part of the reason, like this is a meme, whatever, but part of the reason I think that it's still like this, right, is yes, time has been a thing, but I loved the first game so much. Uh, I don't know how much this could live up to the experience that I had with the first one. So I'm actually very scared to play it at the same time. <laughs> but I feel like it's going to diminish or ruin something that I felt for the first one. So it's one of those things where it's like, I own it because I love the franchise. 
but I'm very concerned. That's, that's what we that's in really the business the call the Ubisoft trepidation. That's, we call the Ubisoft trepidation. Is it, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yes, I don't know. Yes. I don't know. So uh, pre-show chat, uh, of course, live with us here. We always do the show live Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern when we do the show. Uh, <laughs> Remember, no show next week. No show next week. And then I promise there's a big gap between next week and the next Final Fantasy event. So we'll have plenty of shows in between. But no show next week. Um, Tarkov's tweeting at me. All I know is I've opened my copy of Mario Rabbids now. Thanks, Tarkov. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, before the show, if you weren't here live, pre-show we found out, Yod, you have a new Switch. Like, personally, you have a Switch yes. now. Yes, I do have a switch now. Because, because, uh, oh, let's see, gotta adjust things here. Oh, oh, shit! I didn't know yep. this was gonna be like a physical challenge, right, double right, dare yeah, thing. No, no. All right, so the, the wife of the has, hidden temple. Yes, the wife has picked this up. Ah, that looks snazzy. The Zelda one, yes, huh? with the OLED screen. That and comes all that with. Stuff. Did that come with like the pre-order of the next one or what? No, I don't know what she, was in the bundle. Yeah, she has pre-ordered the 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 um the new the new one, and then we were at Best Buy because Best Buy has been emailing her, telling her if she doesn't use her Best Buy card, oh, they're going to close right? the account. Yeah, yeah. So we're there, and she picked up the season pass for Zelda, uh, for the new Zelda, and we're like, you know, she's got it in her hand and stuff, and she's staring at the case. Yes, yes, yes. The, the season pass. There it is. Just yes. uh, turn it around and scrape off that code for yeah, me real quick. Yeah, no, 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 not gonna turn it around. No, I mean it's just just real quick. Just give it a quick flash. Yeah, it's, yeah, no. Nobody'll see it, I'm sure. We're, we're <laughs> we'll good. pause we're it. Good. Yeah, we're we're totally good. But she's sitting there staring at the case, and I'm like, "What's the matter? What's going on?" She she's like, "Right there." It's the Zelda edition OLED. <laughs> yeah, and she totally. Uh, I could tell what happened. Right? Yeah. Isn't credit a wonderful thing, by the way? Like right, when you're younger, like, you're growing up, and anything, nobody wants to give you credit. And then when you finally right. get credit, if you use it responsibly by, you know, not really using it all that often, <laughs> they threaten to take it away from you. Like, isn't that right. wonderful? Like, I got right. that just from my like, Lowe's card. I'm gonna be honest. Mm -hmm. I forgot I had a fucking Lowe's card. <laughs> yeah, if you don't use it very often, you yeah, have you know, it. most of my cards are like stored in the safe, right? Just so they're not in my wallet for general everyday use. And so I got yep. the email from Lowe's too that was like, "Hey, if you don't use this, we're gonna take it away." And I'm like, "Fuck you! I hate you and Home Depot." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can bet right? your silly ass I was out there buying a rake. I financed a twenty nine dollar rake. <laughs> <laughs> just twenty nine dollars. Just so they didn't shut my account off. So I know oh, what happened. God. The two of you were Best Buy. She's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna buy Zelda anyway. I'll use my Best Buy code. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. well she had bought, she had pre ordered. Look at what Zelda already. Honey, honey. I yeah. mean, I gotta use my like, card, or they're gonna shut it off. We, so <laughs> we, we can pay, we can pay it off in a couple months. It's fine. <laughs> it's not that much. <laughs> But it worked out for you, too, because now you inherit the other Switch. Right, right. I inherited her old Switch, <laughs> and now I can play old NES games that I've been missing. Holy and, shit. Uh, Obi-Wan Cajonian chat. I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, 50 geez, cents wow. a, month for, a month for the next 36 months. Yeah, that's the financing charge <laughs> yeah, on my rake. Yeah. <laughs> that's financing on my rake. Wow. It's like, oh, son but of yeah. a bitch. I think I bought, I also did, one time I got the GameStop one that was oh, like, God. hey, we're going to shut oh. your card off. 
because that's one I just never use. Like even with you know t- top tier credit, the, the right. interest rate on the GameStop card is absolutely abysmal. It's just oh, yeah, it's just terrible. awful. And, uh, and so I was like, yeah, sure, fine. Send me Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered for the PS5. Why not? <laughs> Go ahead, send it to me. I already have it for PC, but I don't want anything else on your shelf. Uh, so now you've inherited a Switch. Yes, I have. Okay, You still don't have a Steam Deck, though. I don't have a Steam Deck yet. Well, that, we did that, talk. That two birds with one that, stone. We did. That, that one thing. We did talk we, yeah, two yeah. weeks ago about the Rogue Ally. Right, that one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. looking pretty dope. Like, it is, it is looking really dope. Because the, and as now, the statistics slowly start coming out for I, specs. I, yeah, I don't know. If you saw this online, most of the headlines were wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. And stupidly wrong. Including me feeling the need to comment on PC Gamer's site about how wrong they were. I don't know the last time I commented on PC Gamer ever. <laughs> um, they had this, uh, their headline that it was releasing on May 11th and was $1,000. $999.99. Okay, it's not releasing on May 11th. They are doing a stream to reveal the specs, the availability, the pricing, all that good stuff on May 11th. That's right. what... and. This wasn't hard because <laughs> this wasn't inside sources. This was their Twitter account. Right. <laughs> Rogue's Twitter account. Anyway. It's looking pretty badass. PC Gamer? It is yeah. It is looking really badass. But PC Gamer wasn't the only one. There was a lot of sites reporting that here it comes, May 11th, and I'm like if that thing comes out May 11th, I will eat one. Like, there is no way that thing is coming out May 11th. So I head to their Twitter account, and I'm like, yeah, it's not coming out May 11th. They're They're doing a reveal stream. Yeah, yeah, they're telling us about it on May 11th to get the hype going. Oh, my God. Yeah, Tark, what if they do a stream, and they're like, by the way, availability right now. (laughs) Well, shit, I guess I'm not going to be hungry for a little while. (laughs) So... It's looking pretty badass. It is. We yeah. talked about the specs last time. It is beefier than the uh, Steam Deck as far as the performance specs go. It is. Uh, they claim a better battery life. They claim better uh, resolution and frames per second performance, FPS performance. Uh, the specs kind of that we do know they're limited, but the ones that we do know kind of support that. They claim it's better cooled. We do know from Linus Tech Tips that there are at least two fans and vent systems in this thing. So, like it, it's it's probably a little thicker than a Steam Deck. Like it doesn't thin out in the middle like a Steam Deck does quite as much, but it still looks. Uh, uh, Linus Tech Tips really liked the beveled sides uh, as far as holding it in the grips. So, I mean, I can't wait to get to my hands on this thing. <sighs> I don't have a valid reason to buy one, though. <laughs> like, the Steam Deck, I 100% had um, a valid reason. This, I, It's kind of hard to justify a multi-hundred-dollar purchase for like a better version of something I already have right. when the Absolutely. version I have is not like outdated and I'm getting a better version because it's outdated. It's just, hey, this one's faster, shinier, better type thing. But this is exactly what Valve wanted when they went into this market, right? Oh, yeah. They wanted 
competition across this handheld PC space, Dom. Right. And this this is something that I'm looking at. I don't I don't know if I'm going to buy it because I don't know if I necessarily have the need for a handheld. Right. Uh, sure. Like I travel a bit, you know, and like going to TwitchCon and stuff, it would be nice to have, you know, access to it. But it's like, when am I really going to play it on the plane? And like, depending on whether or not it requires the game to be online or, you know, all that factors into it. So I, I just don't know if I am the target audience for this. I, if I'm at home, I'm not going to play it from my bed. I'm going to get up. And I'm going to play on my computer. That's just the reality of it. Uh, I'm see, always I'm always going to have a better experience there. Yeah, I'm not a uh, uh, like a mobile gamer by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And when it comes to cell phones, by the way, I hate mobile gaming. There isn't generally like, like I do play. Wordle, and that's it. BeatStar isn't even installed anymore. <laughs> I, I'm What's up, kids? That's why I said it. <laughs> um, but I will tell you this. I kind of thought the same thing because I was like, yeah, I can just run these emulators on my computer. You know, I've never done that before. Uh, no. no, ever, never, never. Uh, there are many, many nights I'll just put something on on the television and I'll just chill, you know, sitting in bed, head uh, back against the headboard, and and I'm playing on the Steam Deck. I just flew to Florida this past weekend for the Materia Cup. Beside, I finished Thrawn, uh, a Thrawn Ascendancy book one, and I was like, okay, now it's time for Steam Deck, and I just played Steam Deck back and forth. I, I, I absolutely love it. I am interested in this, but it's more out of like a, I, I want to see how much better than the Steam Deck it is. Um, what if this has some crazy features that blows the Steam Deck out of the water? Like, is yeah. this something you're going to buy? There, I may. Yeah. I, it's not one that I'm worried about getting day one or anything yeah, like well, that. Because I know you kind of collect consoles anyway. So I, do. I feel like. I feel like even like a decade from now, you'll probably still grab one at some point. You will yes. you will own this at some point in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got like 40 game consoles around here. <laughs> uh, and that's not even a joke. That's like yeah. legit serious yeah. stuff yeah. from the original Pong systems all the way up to current. You know, I'm do you have a Virtual Boy? I do have a Virtual Boy. I still have oh, the wow. box for my Virtual Boy, too. Hell yeah. Um, nice. I remember sitting on the floor, burning that red into my eyes, playing Mario Tennis. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but it, it's also one of those things that it's like, is it really a console, though? Because I don't collect computers, right? Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what this is. Uh, it is it's a mobile computer, computer um, that... Yeah, sure. I'm going to do predominantly gaming on it, but it has, and I don't collect computers. Oh, this is, well, I have a Commodore 64. That's more for sentimental reasons because that was like the first computer I learned how to use and with my dad and all that stuff. But I don't right. collect that type of stuff. So I don't know if this falls into the collection spot. But Yad, as somebody who doesn't have a Steam Deck and is just looking at, hey, got the Rogue Ally. There are some other competitors, by the way that we mentioned uh, two weeks ago, but they are generally a lot more expensive than the Steam Deck. Uh, and they're not as beefy. Yeah, and well, they, there are some that are beefier. The problem is they're from smaller companies that can't get the price point down. Right. Because they're right. not doing we're, it in bulk. Where this yeah, may get down there. Yeah. Is this something you would consider if you were looking at a Steam Deck? And don't say anything about the price yet. I I, I was. I mean, the, I mean... No price knowledge whatsoever when we first talked about it, and it popped up on screen. And you know, we were watching the video for it, uh, me and the wife. We were both like, 
how does that play our favorite game, since both of our favorite games are rather graphics-intensive? Her with Final Fantasy, and, you know, of course, mine with Destiny 2. Thanks, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> it, it it's, you know, high, they're graphics-intensive, they're, they're high frame rate, they're, you know, it, it's a beefy type of game that needs a beefy computer to play. So we're both looking at it like, how would that handle ours' setup? And if we could... Would we? Because then we could, you know, like you said, pop something on the TV, and back to the headboard on the bed, and sit there doing some minor things, or even major things, on our favorite games, if it can handle it. I mean, that almost dipped into inappropriate conversation. Like, almost. <laughs> we almost. could sit there with the TV on and doing some important <laughs> major things, and like, like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, gaming, gaming. Uh, we don't gaming things like you know inventory control, some some dungeons on Final Fantasy and such like that. So <laughs> uh, Perry in chat says a lot of games I play are outside of Steam. So if I was able to install third party official launchers, I'm down. Steam Deck isn't enough for me. The Steam Deck you can. Uh, yeah. I I don't personally because I just don't care. But I know Havoc, my brother runs the Epic Game Store on there. You just have to go to the desktop and install the desktop clients and run it from there. You can't do it through Steam OS. That's the only difference. Well, Steam, yeah, Steam Deck is what? A Linux-based system? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so you, you can absolutely put the official launchers in there. You just got to run it from the desktop like you're doing right. it on your computer. You can't do it in Steam OS, that's all. But with the ROG Ally, it yep. comes, you know, base yep. installed, ready for you to do that right off the bat. Yep. Mm -hmm. So the so, question is built-in memory storage with micro SD card uh, or slot, or is it limited? Well, right. uh, Ninja Pandas, that's a good question. Uh, it is going to have internal storage, and it is going to have the capability to be expanded storage through micro SD as well. And according to Best Buy. According to Best Buy. Speaking of Best Buy. According to Best Buy. You cannot find this image on their site anymore, but it was found and posted on Twitter before it was able to be struck down <laughs> that not only did it reveal a couple of the specs as far as the SSD that's inside it and the expandable memory, but also the price point. And I'm going to move this I'm image up just a little the, bit so you can see that. Whoops. I'm, I'm assuming this is the low end. Well, wow. yeah. Uh, so $699.99. Yeah. For for the like it's got five twelve on the storage, so normally right. so this would probably days, be the lower tier model. Yeah, yeah. These these days that's a lower tier model, but a sixteen gig on the uh, on the graphics. Yeah, that's it, pretty beefy. Is it bad that when I look at this, right? I don't. I'm not concerned with the specs. I'm concerned with the color. I would pay a hundred dollars more to have a black to have it black. Yeah, I'm sure that's simply, too. <laughs> simply because white gets so dirty, right? Oh, yeah. And your hands get sweaty and all this. And I, I've noticed, like, even on like my PS5 controller that's all white and everything, it shows up. And it's like you really gotta like scrub down that controller right. every once in a while after like a, a heavy like yep. wet session of playing. And right. it's like, oh yeah, it yeah. Excuse me out. It's like this controller is gross. And I'm like, well, yeah. it's not the controller; it's my hands. But you know, regardless, there's but, that. There's it draws attention to it, and it. But I do see at the bottom of the spec list, it does say dash white. So that right. makes me think that there may be other colors unannounced. So uh, that would be if I was to buy it. That honestly is the one thing that would prevent me from buying it if it was only in white. 
Right. So the other thing is with white plastic on stuff, like I, I do collect things like this from my childhood, which is a, a Valkyrie from, you know, uh, Mac, Macross Robotech. Now, the white versions of this, the ones from the 80s, there is yellowing on the plastic. So that oh, is yeah. Anybody who has yeah. an old SNES knows right. that. Right. So so that that is another thing to worry about when dealing with, you know, an all-white handheld console like this. So, yeah, I, I would, like like you said, this, if it come, comes so, in different colors. Here's the thing. We don't know yeah. if this price is the final locked-in price. There could just be a placeholder in Best Buy's system waiting for confirmation of final pricing. This could be the total legit pricing. Like, we don't know as somebody who has worked for Best Buy and understands retail like that, there are sometimes just placeholders put in systems. Um, Doesn't, (laughs) most of the time it isn't a fixed price like that. You usually put in XXX99, stuff like that. But maybe they just decided to type in numbers. That's totally fine. But let's assume for a minute that based on the specs we can see, this is probably the mid to lower model and that the price point is accurate at $700. On the surface, I think that's phenomenal that they got the price point there. Oh, yeah. If, the, if you're looking for something like this, that's phenomenal. But you obviously have to, you have to compare it to Steam Deck. That's its direct competitor. And this is, if we're right, and this is the mid to lower model at $700... That's the high-priced model right. in Steam Deck world. Right. That's the, the top-tier model of a Steam Deck for slightly less than that. Right. Now, is the performance going to be enough to sway you away from Valve and custom Steam OS and ease of access to your Steam library to a general, more all-purpose unit? You know, Perry and Chat said the deal breaker for him on Steam Deck is that, you know, I have to go kind of back-end official launchers right. in. Maybe that is enough. I don't know. But if you're a Steam I mean, baby, Dom, I imagine, does this really have what it takes to pull you away from buying the official Steam one when you're saving money and getting their top-tier Steam Deck, even if it's slightly lower battery life, slightly lower performance, that type of stuff? Yeah, I I don't know. It, like the the uh, I'm interested in what the hashtag play all your games means because to me, I don't that doesn't that doesn't add yeah. up. You yeah. know, like it doesn't. Like how can I play all my games if I have games on Nintendo Switch? You know, I mean, I know I know the answer to that, but like <laughs> there is no I mean? possible just, answer to that. None. Right. Right, no, but None. you know, you know what I'm getting at. Like, can they absolutely support every console game, whatever? Right. No, they can't. Like, so I'm interested what that means because they seem to be emphasizing the all. Um, right. I definitely so, can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I feel and like they have something up their sleeves. I feel like they do too. I feel like something's being held back. Um, yeah, and it maybe it's this. For those of you that don't know what this is, okay, on the on your screen right now, <laughs> you don't know what, what this is. This is a turreted machine gun. Okay, think think aliens. Yeah, 
if you don't know. Think aliens, the scene where this they barricaded themselves in a room. Is a turreted machine gun. Put it mm -hmm. a, a machine gun on a tripod, walk away and control it remotely. Yeah. Yep. This is a Steam Deck. <laughs> Being used to control said turreted machine gun in real life action in the Ukraine. Yes. Ukrainian army machine gun turret being controlled by a steam deck. Uh, the reported distance, by the way, what was it? Like 500 something? Yeah. 500, yeah, 500 meters away. Safe. So it's about yeah, half a kilometer. Half a kilometer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Using the Steam yeah. Deck, will the rogue you know, ally I, be able to do this? I don't know. I, I guess. Don't know. I guess they were right all along about violent video games, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody somewhere was like, "Hey, that Steam Deck's looking really cool." Hey, <laughs> you think we could fire this machine gun with it? <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys are used to playing first-person shooters on that thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, if it puts people out of danger, right? You know. Half a kilometer yeah. away, that's nothing to sneeze at if somebody's mm -hmm. coming after that uh, that area. Yeah. We'll have mm -hmm. to see if the rogue... Maybe this is what the rogue ally is going to show off on, <laughs> on their stream, that they can control them from a full kilometer away. Yeah. <laughs> that they can control the steam deck that controls them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can so. now log into... Oh. The World Wide Web and control a machine gun half a world away with your rogue yeah. ally. <laughs> Hey, uh, let, moving on, uh, the press yeah. has now been getting some hands-on time with Zelda. So we had the Direct where they showed quite a bit of gameplay, but now the press is getting their hands on it. <laughs> Credit to Game Informer and their gameplay, which I'm showing off here as part of the B-roll footage. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Wait, is Mike Shaftman here all of a sudden? No, That's his no. catchphrase. Here's the here's thing. The That's thing. his catchphrase. That's my boy. I love that man. Um... <laughs> I said at the beginning of the show that every time I see new Zelda stuff, I'm like, cool, I'm going to dig this. I'm going to love this and everything. But I also, in the back of my head, think, Dom's going to hate this more than I thought. Dom's going to hate this more than I thought. Wow, okay, I don't think Dom's going to like this game at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, It just you know? keeps getting worse on that front. Not that Dom absolutely hated Breath of the Wild, but Dom, you have big problems, and you've said it just doesn't feel like a Zelda game to you. Right. Because it didn't have the dungeon focus. It didn't have some of those, yeah, there were a couple dungeons, and you did these things, but they were more just really big puzzles. And, and we've ad nauseum, we've gone through all of that before. Mm -hmm. We still are not seeing, and again, this was a limited vertical slice that Nintendo was letting the press touch, and it focused more on the abilities, specifically the making of craft and traversal devices and stuff. So again, limited vertical slice. But this isn't all that far away anymore. This game isn't all that far away, and we haven't heard boo about dungeons. Like, anything about we dungeons. We haven't even heard about shrines, let alone nope. dungeons. And and while I think the crafting is neat and the traversal and the, you know, go anywhere you can figure out a path to get to, I like that. I am also one of those guys that does want, like, Breath of the Wild worked for me because there were a few dungeons in there and they were enjoyable. 
yeah, they weren't like classic dungeons, but uh, I was fine with it. The Divine Beasts? This almost feels like Zelda Minecraft to a certain extent in the limited amount of footage that we've been able to see and the limited details we have for a game that's like right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm waiting for Dom. Same. But you, <laughs> so uh, we have, I have, I have a very love hate relationship with Breath of the Wild. I've 100% the game twice uh, on regular and master mode. Uh, I have 700 plus hours in the game. I, like you said, I don't hate the game. I wouldn't have done that if I hated the game. I just don't like it as a Zelda game. This, to me, from what I've seen, I've gone back and forth already watching like the uh, this press footage that came out that you're seeing here right now, going, wow, there's a lot more puzzle elements to this that make it feel a little more Zelda-like, right? You see like the crystal with the light beam that he's adjusting, and it's like, ooh, right. a lot of this feels like the mirror shield and stuff that you did you know, in previous Zelda games. I'm like, there's a lot of cool stuff here that make it feel like Zelda. But yeah, the dungeons, the item collecting all seem to be gone and removed from that. And that's not like the items, so to speak, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing, right? right. You, they want to try something new and uh, like they did with Breath of the Wild and it kind of worked, but you know, there's some obvious flaws with it. So we're, we're here now and it's like, let's take that system and expand about, upon it and improve on it. And it's like, they've done all that. They've set out to do that. And I'm excited for those things. I'm excited for the building and the constructing and creating these weird amalgamations of just things thrown together. And I want to see how bad I can make something like destroy me by like putting rockets that shoot me from the air straight into the ground. Like I want to see like all these ridiculous things I could do with it. So I'm excited from that aspect. I'm just very worried about it as a Zelda game once again. Uh, Nosward in chat agreeing with you, saying Breath of the Wild yeah. did not just doesn't hold that same feeling as a classic Legend of Zelda game. Tears of the Kingdom continuing on with this, with all these new features, takes us further from that classic Legend of Zelda feeling. But I do love the storyline. So yeah, you, and that, kinda, it, that's exactly what I was yeah, getting at too. Get stuck the right in the middle there. Yeah, the story. I, like I feel like they've had a better story than most Zelda games. Uh, with Breath of the Wild in terms of that. So building upon the story is interesting. What has me even more excited for Breath of the Wild is there's been a little hints without spoiling anything of potentially discussing the timeline in detail and yeah. where exactly it's how it falls into the Zelda timeline. So this really has me excited for that reason because there were a lot of questions left unanswered for its placement in the timeline we just know it's at the end but how does it get there and it seems like this game may answer those questions so that to me is the most exciting part for, of this game is the potential story the gameplay looks all right zelda i don't know yet i don't know it's, it's up in the air for me like you said we haven't seen much of it and this is we're not far away well yeah when i say not far away gang if you don't remember this is two weeks away like, yeah. like we're not talking like it's coming out in July, a couple of months, or or June, like we talk about Final Fantasy 16 on the Relic Grind. This is May 12th. Like to not know a lot about this game still, besides how 
cashed in they have seemed on the footage so far on expanding uh, Link's abilities and everything. Uh, Tarkov says that uh, Breath of the Wild and Tear- uh, Tears of the Kingdom are to Dom as Final Fantasy 16 is to Mike. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to 16. I love Final Fantasy. I love it. It's not going to feel like a mainline Final Fantasy game to me, and I can tell you that right now just because of some of the massive changes they're making, but I'm still excited for it. I'm still interested in playing it. But yeah, and Zelda kind of getting that same feeling. But it's at the same point, too. If you don't completely change up and innovate your game... Yeah, you're dead. How can you you improve upon it? You can't. So I respect the fact that they are trying something new and whatever, but it's just like... It's such a large gap of like what it was to what it is and i just kind of wanted more of like a bridge between that and i think the dungeons would be enough to suffice me there you wanted a link between worlds (laughs) cute i don't get it can you explain yeah are you picking this up uh i mean you got a switch now bro it's time yeah i got the wife is so i mean i'm playing uh i've we're using one account, so if she's got it, that means I can play it, right? There you go. <laughs> there you go. You don't seem to have, like, the vested Zelda history. Was Zelda, like, not a huge franchise of yours growing up yes, or anything? Zelda wasn't really that huge of a franchise. It, it was more um, Mario and Ninja Turtles and uh, and a bit of Sonic. Because we, we went from the original Nintendo over to the Genesis. Mm. And- Super Nintendo, because our cousins got the Super Nintendo, so we went Genesis. I heard it can do some <laughs> things Nintendo don't, so... Yes. See, that that might actually be the link that, that's missing there for you, because I feel like Ha-cha-cha. most people became Zelda fans <laughs> after Link to the Past. Right? Ha-cha-cha. That's the link <laughs> so, that's missing. So if you missed out on the Super Nintendo, that very well could explain it. I mean... I did play the Super Nintendo a lot at their house, but they also had one of those um, Japanese Chinese game copiers set up, yeah. and like a whole bunch of several thousand games on disc. It, it it was actually the first time I played the Final Fantasy game with the Espers in it. Yeah, six. That, that's yeah. Six, it was it six? Was that the one where I was like six here and something else over there? It was there, three or? here, six over there. Three here, yeah. So I played six because it was the Japanese copy, but I couldn't save because it was on disc as opposed to cartridge. Right. <laughs> so I had to play until I wanted to quit, and then you know had to start over if I want to play again. Yeah, and I Link to the Past probably is a game that you can't really enjoy too much in bite-sized doses. So if yeah. you were just like playing it here and there when you went over their house, you probably wouldn't have gotten the same enjoyment as if you actually sat right. down with it. Right. So yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. You don't have to wait two weeks to play Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor if you want to, though. That came out this week. Uh, well, I mean, you might have to wait two weeks to play it, depending <laughs> on what platform you're trying to play it on. Speaking of another sequel. <laughs> this guy's on fire today. This guy's do, on fire. Do you fire. understand now? Do you understand now why I haven't touched this yet? <laughs> this guy's on fire over here today. Uh, yeah, uh, obviously it's having some issues performance-wise on console, n- not to the extent as of PC, but we're going to focus on the PC ones right now, and so I don't want you to feel like we're saying the console version runs perfectly. <laughs> it don't. Uh, but it doesn't have anywhere near the problems that the PC version is having right now. Like, 
it's awful on the PC. To give you an idea, the PlayStation 5 score on Metacritic from uh, critics is 86, users 4.4. That's the PlayStation 5 version. The PC version is a 78 from critics and a 1.5 from users. And uh, yeah, I'm going to give you some of the Steam reviews here, gents. From White Wolf 9946, so far the loading screen's pretty okay. I have no idea what it's like past the title screen because it doesn't load past that moment. (laughs) Carnacia saying a 3080 is not enough to run the game, apparently. Spartan says, runs like my ass after Taco Bell. (laughs) How how the hell does a 3080 not run it? I mean, mean, granted, granted, we're looking at the 40s these days, but those just came out not too long. Wait, wait, Mike, can you can you say that one one more time? I have something to add. Runs like my ass after Taco Bell. There it is. (laughs) Somebody else saying, "I'm not your beta tester, EA." Need a computer from a galaxy far, far away to run this thing. (laughs) Garbage optimizations stop releasing games like this. Even NASA can't run this game at 60 FPS. Uh, And it goes on and on. It's getting review bombed. It shows up as mixed on Steam. But uh, yeah, Uh, they know. I I don't know how else to say that besides they know. Uh, On the EA Star Wars Twitter account, we're aware that Star Wars Jedi Survivor isn't performing to our standards for a percentage of our PC players, like all of them. In particular, those with high-end machines or certain specific configurations. Yeah, because your low-end machine, you ain't having problems. It ain't running at all. For example, <laughs> players using cutting-edge, multi-threaded chipsets designed for Windows 11 were encountering problems on Windows 10 or high-end GPUs coupled with low-performing CPUs also saw unexpected frame loss. Rest assured, we're working to address these cases quickly. There is no single comprehensive solution for PC performance. The team has been working on fixes we believe will improve performance across the spectrum of configurations. We're committing to fixing these issues as soon as possible, but each patch requires significant testing Hmm. (sighs) to ensure we don't introduce new problems. Thanks for understanding, and apologies to any of our players experiencing these issues. We'll continue to monitor performance across all platforms and share update timing as soon as it's available. AKA, we know we rushed this out and gave you a broken game uh, on PC. We're going to fix it. Trust us. But it's going to take time because we want to make sure these patches are tested. So that's their PC version. What's the excuse for the consoles? Uh-huh. Yeah, the the console where you have a known set configuration. Right. Exactly. Right. That, that's that's my issue. Is you have a known set configuration. It's expected with the PCs that there's going to be some issues, but the 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 release that they did, it sound like without knowing anything else about how how it released onto consoles and stuff, it sounds like they... Oh, actually, it, it is. They're blaming the consumer for the problems. Mm-hmm. With, with the, with the, um, the quote here, um, multi-threaded chipsets 
designed for Windows 11 were encountering problems on Windows 10. Kind of saying you should have upgraded to Windows 11 if your chipset is made for Windows 11. Stop running the old yep. OS. Uh, from mpfirst.com, uh, through them, care of spicy meme syndromes testing on Reddit. I'm going to give you what a lot of Redditors are saying helps quite a bit. Uh, it's not an official fix or anything. You know, If you don't want to mm -hmm. do it and you want to wait for an update, that's fine. And again, to EA's point, chipsets and configurations vary, so your mileage may vary. But a lot of people are thumbs-upping the hell out of this, uh, saying, hey, before these changes, I was getting like 55 FPS with a lot of stuttering. After them, I'm getting up to 105 FPS in smaller areas, 80 in larger areas, regardless of the frame rate. It's much smoother and looks much better. Enable rebar. That's your uh, Nvidia, in, uh, Nvidia profile inspector. In the in uh, in the file game user settings ini, set your anti aliasing to zero, your resolution quality to one hundred percent, changing any screen height width variables to display the resolution. Uh, in this user's case, fourteen forty p. Change any full screen variables to one. Setting desired screen height to true, and all other visual settings were set to three, which is epic. You might need to bump that down to two or even one if you have older hardware. Um, making game user settings.ini is read only because the game seems to want to change resolution quality to 50%. And in your NVIDIA control panel, enable antistop. Uh, <laughs> Anisotropic <laughs> filtering uh, and setting anti-aliasing over uh, settings to override 8K and super sampling. Once you get in the game, FSR set it to quality and turn off ray tracing. Hopefully, that helps you. Uh, if not, you can wait for their patch. Yeah, that, that's a lot of steps. <laughs> or, to go. or, or you could take Ninja Panda's advice. Step one: <laughs> avoid. If you bought it, step two, refund, then avoid. <laughs> There's always that. Hey, the UK actually denied the Microsoft purchase of Activision Blizzard. Now, it doesn't mean it's dead in the water. They're going to appeal it. And Microsoft and Activision have already said that. But it just seemed a little surprising, Dom, because the, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about the uh, CMA in UK saying that they were like, kind of narrowing the scope of what they had problems with, kind of ignoring Sony's Call of Duty's uh, complaints and everything and saying, yeah, you know what, we're going to narrow this down. And it seemed like it was winding down to an approval. Now here comes the CMA out of the UK saying no. And the reason they gave was they're concerned about cloud gaming. Yeah, Microsoft may be offering all of these 10-year deals on Call of Duty and things like that, but Microsoft's already such a big player in cloud gaming and computing, and they assumed that Activision Blizzard would want to be in the future as well. And this just creates a huge market share in a space that they don't want to be regulating or dealing with. Were you surprised when they shot it down? No, not in the slightest. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, like... You know these are going to get shot down. We're, we're, we're going to be at this for a whole while, and to be honest... The longer that this stays away from Bobby Kotick, the happier I am. Well, so here's the thing, though. If it's not approved by their timeline, there is a payment Microsoft has to make mm -hmm. to Microsoft, yep. uh, to uh, Activision Blizzard, of $2.27 if this mm -hmm. deal does not go through. 
So he's getting money either way. I'm aware. He's getting a lot of money either way. Which way is he getting less money? (laughs) (laughs) Yod, were you surprised? He doesn't need any more money. I I was not surprised either. Really? I was surprised. I wasn't surprised that they seem to be putting pressure on them to get all these concessions on the table, because that's typically what happens in a merger anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. No matter how, this is just a really big one. Um, Typically, the regulatory bodies put a little pressure to get some concessions out there. Microsoft started passing out contracts for Call of Duty and all kinds of other games so the people would know they weren't going to be exclusive. We'll tie them up for 10 years, all this stuff. You know, that's normally what happens in these conversations. You negotiate to make sure you can still operate in that country. So when the CMA started saying, okay, we're going to wind down and we're going to narrow focus, I was like, okay, the CMA is happy with those concessions. This is probably going to get approved now at this point. Then they shot it down for a completely other reason. I still think at the end of the day, this goes through, by the way. Don't misunderstand. It, it probably will, but the problem the problem that I'm seeing, and I'm seeing it more and more as I look more into it, is that it's it's Microsoft. Because Microsoft has their hand in so many different aspects of who, not so much, uh, a bit of what they do, but also a bit of what they don't want other companies to do. So there's this cloud gaming issue. Okay, they're going to go through a cloud gaming issue thing, and it's going to go, and it's going to go, and it's going to be delayed and delayed. And then once they get that thing hammered out, they're going to look at something, another issue, and another issue. And, I mean, um, Activision, because it's not just Activision and Blizzard, it's also that King, the company that owns Candy Crush. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so if you start looking at that, Microsoft will then own Candy Crush. Where do you play Candy well, and Crush? And Microsoft was very open about how, yeah, obviously we're going to be picking up some great titles, but we really want this acquisition to enhance our mobile position. Exactly. That and, they were very and, open about that. Right. Yeah. With Candy Crush, you play it on your mobile. What two options do you have? Google and Apple. Who is Microsoft normally up against on computers? Apple. I don't so know, man. Go, I was honestly, no maybe, maybe I'm alone. I'm, I was surprised. The way it, it was nope, like everything nope. was coming out, it made it seem like it was it was done. They, the CMA was finished, and they weren't buying Sony's claims, and that they were just done. Yeah, it's, it's, we still have to see what the FTC is going to say, by the way. Yeah, it, there's too you many just, thoughts going on here with Microsoft. You just mentioned Candy Crush, and I had to just look it up real quick. Mm-hmm. Would you believe there are 14,015 levels in Candy Crush? Wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. 14,000. That's insane. All right. A few quick hits before we head on over to our games of the week. I just got to say, man, I know this isn't going to be everybody's cup of tea, me and, and oh, horror games and stuff like that. But Layers <clears throat> of Fear is looking so good. It really is. It's looking so good. This is their tech demo for uh, Layers of Fear in the Unreal Engine 5. Now, if you haven't played Layers of Fear or 2 or any of the DLC, just remember this is not a brand new game. This is them taking 1 and 2 and all the DLC, and, and I think they're adding a, like a final chapter type thing yep. to it as well, um, and remaking it in Unreal Engine 5. And, uh, oh... This just absolutely, yeah, Nosworth, this just looks gorgeous. I cannot wait to play this, Dom. 
Layers of Fear was good. It, it is an acquired taste. It's not going to be for everybody, even those that really, really love horror movies or horror games. But if you like it, God, does this look so good. Just hated that one room with the phone. Yeah. That's all I hated. <laughs> <laughs> and this is in June. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC in oh. June. Not far. Not far. Mm-hmm. But this tech demo looks amazing. Very it really does. The the effects and atmospherics just I'm I'm so surprised that this is a June release though. I feel like it just screams like sep- late September, early October. Yeah, do an October release. Kiggles loves horror games. Mm-hmm. Different category, oh, Kiggs. Know. Different category. You know, mm-hmm. the pandemic. It's gonna get delayed because of the pandemic. The pandemic. <laughs> I thought that pandemic. was like the one of the best shots in that thing too, where there the camera uh crane was moving down the hallway. And Mm -hmm. went from, uh, you know, did like a Silent Hill transformation from a normal hallway to like this, you know, Mm -hmm. chains and oh, yeah. Elf. Elf, I miss you. I haven't (laughs) seen you in so long. And I know this is a show, but I wish we were writing (laughs) so I could say (laughs) hi. Um, (laughs) Just like the Latin. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then. We've got uh, Redfall yes. coming out next week, baby. May 2nd on Tuesday, Redfall from Arcane uh, and Bethesda. This is the first person. Is it first or third? I can't remember which, actually. First. Is it first? first. Uh, shooter, Looter shooter in Redfall, Massachusetts, hunting vampires, single player or multiplayer if you want to kind of drop in. I've been next waiting for week. this. It is next week. It is Tuesday. Here's the thing. It's a global release, so it's technically, for us here on the East Coast of the United States, Monday. Monday night, (laughs) 8 p.m. It's already pre-installed on my computer. If you pre-ordered this, you can pre-install it now. If you have Game Pass, you can pre-install it now. I got it on Game Pass because as much as I'm excited for this, and I hope it's good... There is the chance that it will suck. (laughs) And there is the chance, because it's Arcane and Bethesda, that it's going to suck for a few weeks, even if it is good, a la Jedi Survivor, Uh, (laughs) and and performance and bugs issues. It's a $70 title, and even I, who am super geeked about it, did not was not like all that gung-ho to pull $70 for what is going to be a live service game. Mm -hmm. So, Game Pass. It's on game. It'll be a day one on Game Pass. I've already installed it through there. Very excited for this one. Can't wait. I hope it doesn't. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. <laughs> it, it looks like a lot of fun. It does. It, it looks, looks so good. I My mind is blown. I didn't realize this was... Oh, no. Why <laughs> is everything stacked on top of each other? Hey, you have Game Pass, don't you? Uh, no. But or did you let it lapse? I let it lapse. Yeah, I, I, I haven't let been let using it. I might have to. If I don't have time to play Mario Rabbids, do you think I have time to play anything on Game Pass? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so by the way, the specs are out for it. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you need the PC specs, they this is really weird, and I brought this up on the Always Online podcast on MMO Bomb yesterday, too. From their Twitter, they release uh, an image that shows minimum specs, recommended specs, and ultra specs. Okay, that's not normally the way you see specs written for a game, right? You see minimum and recommended. Uh, they went ahead and threw an ultra in there. And that's fine. Go for it. No problems there. But what's really weird about if you're going to do that, 
Give me an idea of what the performance expectation for these spec sets is going to be. And that's ultra, not in there obviously. at all. Like, it just says minimum, brr, recommended, brr, ultra. Brr. Ultra, by the way, is an Intel Core i7-9700, or 97,000K at 3.6, or an AMD Ryzen 7 at 27, uh, 2700X. The GPU being an AMD RX 6800 XT, or the NVIDIA RTX 3080 with 10 gigs. 32 gigs of RAM, uh, Windows 11, and a 100 gigabyte SSD. It's a big fucking game. Um, But no idea, but like, wait, why'd you give me the ultra tier, but you're not giving... This is a game that, by the way, when it comes out on console, is going to be locked at 30 FPS initially, remember? Right. I don't know if you saw that, Dom. If you play this on console, the 60 FPS 4K version that that is not going to be available at launch. I will be getting it on PC, so that's not a concern yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so much so that copies of the Xbox version have been seen in stores already with the label of features on the back showing 4K 60 frames per second and then a sticker added to the back of the cellophane <laughs> saying that that's an after-launch feature. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Get it loaded now. Uh, Witcher fans are boycotting season three. Like me too. Like they're they're even like no fucking hate watching. You're not even allowed to hate watch this. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Dom, you are too. I too am boycotting it because I haven't watched season one or two. Ah, that's a good reason to boycott it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll 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 watch it. I watched the first two seasons. It was good. I understand why um Kavo's leaving and. Yeah, is isn't I, most of the boycott though based on the fact that like season three apparently deviates from the source material quite a bit? Is that the right. reason? I, I'm it, it's either that or because it deviated so Kavo's leaving. I, I'm I'm personally I'm assuming it's because Kavo's leaving and the fan the fans are like, oh, we love him so well, much. So we're not going. Well, no, him. from what I understood, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but like he's he's a huge fan of the series yeah and uh he wanted like they they started deviating the script and he put his foot down and said yeah no if you do this i'm not i'm not a part of this and they go see ya yeah yeah and and you know i i understand why he he left i'm i'm you know good for him if he can walk away from that project and you know because he doesn't believe it in anymore cool good for him i'm gonna see what they put out I am not that attached to Witcher, so you know whatever they give is whatever they give. Any season that happens after that, I will see what shows up. Yeah. So I reportedly, never... people were already upset that Henry was leaving, and you know, right. fine. Regardless of why, they were just upset that he was leaving, and Liam Hemsworth is taking his place. But it seems to be right. most of the boycott is based on that the Netflix adaptation. Uh, is willing to deviate from the books and games on which it's based at this point. And it's season three definitely. includes content that was never featured in any Witcher media before has kind of lit the fire under the boycott. It's Netflix. Did, did, you, did you not watch the Resident Evil on right. Netflix? Come on now. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. It's like you look at The Last of Us and the success that that game has had or show has had, you know, and it's very much based in the game they deviated very very slightly very minor deviations and it was all in the purpose of presenting a better story for the tv and not really changing 
the the core content of the game or the world. Um, here, here you have this stuff, and it's like you have all this source material, crazy amounts of source material, and the fans want the source material. That's what they want. That's what they're craving. Why do you think you know better than the fans? That that's uh, my question. Because like, it's a dick why would you change contest. that? Because it's a dick measuring contest. They the creators want to put their own personal spin on it and don't care what the fans want. It's the same way that we see Star Trek right now. Um, all you gotta do is look at uh, the three seasons of Star Trek Picard. The first season was run oh, the showrunner was a guy that had no caring whatsoever about Star Trek. The second season, one of the guys they came brought in to uh, write half of it did care about it, and then the, you know the, the season the story was kind of good, and then it fell short. Look at the third season. The showrunner knows the source material, understands the fans, and it was an amazing season. But you know the the guy that wrote ran the first season is still in charge of the studio that's running all of the Star Trek stuff. This is how it goes. Um, it's the same with the Halo series. Uh, it's the same with a whole bunch of things. Hell, I'm assuming it was the same with the Resident Evil series that they mm -hmm. ran on Netflix because you know we got this uh, this uh, name, so we're gonna put it on there. Watching I still it, I mean, contend I, that that was a decent show that got crushed because it had the Resident Evil yeah, name. Yes, I, I was. Yeah, I was just gonna say that if it if you put any other name on it, it would have been decent. I'm going to tell you right now, so like, I know it's been a while. And I'm, I'm going to spoil one, maybe the end or whatever. I don't care. So if, if you want, like, if you haven't watched it, get get out now because or mute temporarily. Like, if they build that, did not have the Resident Evil name attached to it, and the, the very last scene that they had with Ada Wong, you do that, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, this is Resident Evil. Like that, re like not knowing it was Resident Evil going into it and watching it and then having this crazy revelation like right at the end would have changed everybody's look on that show and it would have been a way better experience. Yeah, I thought the show was entertaining. I mean, I but I'm also one of those guys that really doesn't care like if somebody wants to like deviating from the source material with The Witcher 3 doesn't bother me. Because right. I'm like, if I want to, uh, fine, I'll just go read the Witcher books. Okay, cool. I'm going to watch the show and see what, the, I'm not the type of guy that gets bothered by that stuff. So like reimagining Wesker and, 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 and the characters and stuff that they did in there, that doesn't, doesn't bother me. I like seeing new spins on things. But I'm also I, I also think you could have made that anybody but Albert Wesker. You could have mm -hmm. you could have made these totally new Resident Evil yep. characters if you right. really wanted to keep it Resident Evil and you would have had a, a better show, I think. And then if you would have just avoided being Resident Evil at all and told this zombie story, I think you would right. have been even, been even better off. The animated Resident Evil is better. Yes, it absolutely yeah, is. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, See, I didn't hate. I, then, I don't have as much hate for the show as, as a lot <laughs> do. And I fall into this weird space because I, I I'm one of those people that is like, yeah, I really enjoy the source material and I want it to be the source material, right? But then you take a look at The Last of Us, right? And that show was phenomenal, and it followed the source material all the way through to the very end, right? And it stayed exactly there. Never watched it, but. But to me now, I have this weird feeling of been there, done that, and I have nothing to look forward to because I already know where it's going. I already know what it is. 
So the only excitement that I have from it is to get people like my mother, for example, who loves watching TV shows but would never play the game. And I feel like it's also like it benefits those players because it's a great story, right? But she would never, ever sit there and play the game or watch it on YouTube or anything like that. So having her be able to experience that story so we have a connection and something to discuss is really cool. But as somebody that is regurgitated this content now for the second time i sit there at this feeling of going well i know what's coming never like, watched what do it. i have to look forward to never watched it like i i know it's yeah. well received but i've i have never watched a second of it but that's uh because i just don't care like i i yeah. <laughs> i might be one of the few i have i own them i have mm-hmm. never played either of them mm-hmm. never played either of them never even booted them up yeah uh, what else is coming out on the same day as Witcher 3, Yod? What the hell did you throw in my oh, notes gee. here? There's some, like, Twisted Metal with Captain America on it. <laughs> well, that's a weird sentence. Well, <laughs> yeah, the, the main the main uh, character actor is the guy that's playing Captain America. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was super confused. I totally forgot that they were doing a Twisted yeah. Metal thing. Yeah, it did. It so, popped up on my feed and it was like Captain hey. America as Anthony Mackie for the record and not Chris Evans. Not Chris Evans. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, Anthony Mackie is the main character in Twisted Metal, which looks interesting. Very, very interesting from that sh- little teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Nosworth says uh, some shows have had source materials, have had backlash from deviations, but at the same time, give the older and newer audience that sense of, well, what happens next? For example, The Walking Dead deviated so much from the comics and lost a massive chunk of the fan base. It's all a matter of perspective and expectations, 100%. Before yeah. we uh, finish up here, by the way, the cool. PS5 is now doing fine. <laughs> it's, it's been doing <laughs> fine, but it's now really doing fine. It turns. Keep in mind, the PlayStation 5 turns three this year. Believe that or not, it turns three later this year. I feel like it, it came out like eight it. months ago. Like, <laughs> right? It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> right? It's crazy. They have shipped uh, 6.3 million PS5s during the first quarter of 2023. Not only is that a new record, regardless of platform creator, so across the console spectrum, not just for Sony, but it smashed the PS4's record for a single quarter. PS5 sales are naturally being directly compared to the PS4 since its previous PlayStation and easily cleared 100 million units sold by the P- the time the PS5 launched. It literally became the highest selling console in a quarter over any other console ever. And it's yeah. just picking up because the availability is picking up. Let's go do games yeah. of the week. Games of the Week is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo here. It's where all three of us are about to give you a game. Could be a video game, board game, mobile game, card game, whatever. Something we've played or playing now or have never played but think you should play. And you let us know in the comments on readycheckradio.com and on YouTube who gave the best recommendation for the week. I'm going to give a recommendation. Go preload Redfall. You're up, Dom. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to get back into this game very, very soon. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes. The, oh, the uh, sequel's the sequel. coming. It is coming out, so I need to go back through play play the first one. If you're not familiar with it, it's basically a uh, like a, a shooter Dark Souls. Yep, is the best way to describe it. It's challenging too. It is. Yep. What do you got, Yod? So 
So because uh, Tarkov doesn't seem to understand it, Power Washer Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to have a season pass coming out along with a bunch of other uh, new roadmap things. So <laughs> you can go play some Power Washer Simulator and wash some things. Tark, the, Tark is like violently opposed to Power it Wash is. Simulator. It it's is. not a game that he's just like, why. ah, that's not for me. Like, there, it's, yeah. it's an irrational response. Like, if you it's, bring it up in our in our Ready Check Radio Discord, mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you can smell something at Tark's house on fire. Like, awesome. <laughs> that, mm, you shouldn't have told me that. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting to me because I always see like like you look at like Markiplier does like a, a podcast with people where he jumps in and they play Power Wash Simulator and they just talk for the duration of the level that they're they're cleaning. So it's like something cathartic and relaxing to do while they're talking. Mm-hmm. So it's actually it's it's interesting. So. Yeah, that's gonna um, do it here for us at Gaming Gumbo. Uh, we will be back not next week. Remember, we will have the Relic Grind next week, but no Gaming Gumbo next week. I'll be at a competition, so we'll see you two weeks from now. Until then, Yad, where can everybody find you? I am Yad Artworks on all the socials and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Dom? Uh, you can follow me down below at It's Just a... I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man 1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so you'll know every time we go live with a podcast or stream, Final Fantasy TCG, or just hanging out. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. You know, Twisted Metal uh, deviating from the source material, too.